everywhere you go. MTN. This is the Big Small Business Show. Welcome back. Now, the company's amendment bill was released for comment in September. And to discuss its impact on a small business, we're now joined by our regular doom and gloom merchant, Ioannita Sinekamp. Uh, she's Project Director Governance at Saika. Welcome, and what doom and gloom bringeth thee to us today? <laughs> Today there's a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, and only I think a week or two weeks ago we had Peter Fava from Saika telling us about how the minister is talking about taking it all away, all this red tape away, and mm -hmm. the f you know a week later you hear saying, <laughs> "Well, let, let's uh, see what else we can uh, uh, mm -hmm. add to your misery yes. as a small business." <laughs> so, so there's been a lot of uh, unhappiness in the media about this uh, proposed pay gap disclosure. Mm -hmm. First of all, what is the, the pay gap disclosure? And m most importantly, how will it affect us as small mm -hmm. businesses? Okay. I think it's important to note, first thing, that the pay gap disclosure is only applicable to state-owned companies and public companies. Right. And I think that's why I wanted to bring it under the, the attention that it's not applicable to small companies. But what it requires is that companies have to give the information of the highest paid employee, probably the CEO or, yeah. or maybe somebody else, and the lowest paid employee. So they have to give the information in the financial statements and they also have to give the average salary of all, all the employees. So a lot more disclosure. Why? Transparency. So, so, uh, so mm. let's say um, um, my mm. company's got a higher or a lower average than yours. Mm. What's going to happen? What the DTI is saying is that they want people to know this because of the high or the, the, the pay gap in South Africa between the highest and lowest paid. They want people to know this. We're also still questioning well, what, what difference is it going to make. In st um, your employees might actually just be more upset <laughs> if they know all this information. So uh, at the moment, I'm not seeing the benefit of this, but we'll have to wait and see. It, it feels like they're trying to shame, uh, shame businesses. Yeah. Um, Okay, um, and one of the company's act, uh, compliance requirements is that where to get compliance requirements <laughs> relates to the submission of annual mm -hmm. returns. And has there been any changes in, in this uh, section? So that's one of the sections that I think that will affect small business. So currently you have to submit your annual return normally 30 days after your anniversary date. And that's applicable to all business, all companies. What they're now suggesting is that if you are um, within a certain category of PI score, you also have to submit your financial statements. Plus, and that's not all, you also have to submit a beneficial interest register and your securities register. So that's going back to the old Companies Act where you, have to, where you had to um, submit your share register. Um, that type of information is required again. What was the first register? Beneficial interest. Uh, what is that? So, uh, as a, an example, so say that um, you, as a, you have a trust and the trust holds shares in a company. Yeah. So currently in the share register, you would indicate the trust's name. Yeah. Now they actually want to know what they call the true owner, the warm body. Yeah. So who is the trustees that now actually um, manages the company or take and take decisions? So in this beneficial interest register, you'll now have to put your name as a trustee or a beneficiary. And all of that has to go to the, the CIPC on an annual basis. 
And, and the same question is, and why? why? <laughs> this is um, something, it's, it's in line with international requirements. So, or again, probably first world requirements uh, to try and stop anti-money laundering, anti-terrorism or terrorism financing. They say people hide behind these, um, behind companies. So you don't know who actually is the person that benefits. So that's also to do with transparency, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, um, in the bill, in the beginning, in the, in, the, in the first part, they say the DTI wants to um, make doing business easier, similar to your previous <laughs> comments. But based on, on, on what currently is in there, it's a lot more red tape, a lot more um, compliance obligations. And again, this is applicable to all companies. And, and, and that goes further to company records. Now, there's also yes. changes there. Yes. And that's something which most people I speak to are not happy with. So currently you have to tell the CIPC, my company records are kept at this place or my place of business. What they're now going to do, what they're proposing to do is that they're going to publish that address or place on their website or whatever method they're going to do. And anybody, not just shareholders, can access that and say, well, Alon, I want to come to your company and I want to know what is your MOI, who's your director, um, please share with me your securities register and your beneficial interest. Um, and anyone can do that? Yes. And uh, the same question as always, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Again, coming back to transparency. But in, in this case, there is an exemption in the bill. But the exemption, I, I don't know if there's a, an error just in referencing, but the exemption actually doesn't exempt. Um, it was supposed to exempt small business, and again there they use PI score. So they said that if your financials are prepared internally and your PI score is below 100, or below a 350 and your financials are prepared independently, you have an exemption, you don't have to um, pr prepare or provide all this information. But at present, that's not what, what the bill is, is saying. And, and we've already chatted about beneficial mm -hmm. ownership, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. So, so no, yeah, come back, and I know you're just the messenger, mm -hmm. but you know, you already <laughs> got the label. Why, why, in your opinion, is, is there such forked tongue? You know, in there, you have ministers saying we want to reduce red tape, and then just mm -hmm. yes, and under the guise of of, of um, transparency, mm -hmm. and maybe the anti-terrorist thing is is a good idea, but. Small businesses are just trying to make month mm -hmm. end. To go and do all this stuff now means an, an accountant who understands how to do it and more money at more costs. Surely there's some common sense that <laughs> prevails and there's a voice that says all this is going to cost more in terms of a compliance cost. Mm -hmm. Is that voice anywhere to be heard? Um. I think in, in ma many of the comment letters probably submitted, I know in, in our comment letter and, and some of the other uh, people that submitted comments, they commented on the fact that this ease of doing business, we're not seeing that. I, I also agree with you. I can understand in the long term the benefits that it might have. But in the short term, especially for small business, this is, is just it, it will just increase costs and time and effort. Oh, you have earned your, your name <laughs> as the doom and gloom merchant. Uh, uh, today, but <laughs> we are very grateful for the interview <laughs> because somebody has to be there, bring that news to us and uh, uh, allow us to understand what's coming down the pipe. And uh, and I think, first of all, thank you to, to you for um, all, all the interviews this year and to 
to Saika for continuing to sponsor the show. Uh, we are very, very appreciative of, of the past year and the year to come. Thank you. Really, such a big thank you to Saika for uh, sponsoring this, this program year after year. I think we're in our 10th year now and uh, building this economy, uh, going into the 11th year actually, uh, building the economy one entrepreneur at a time. The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN.